Hey guys, what is up? It is me, your favorite big sister Tasha, and I am back with another episode. I am bringing back the big sister tips this week, so keep on listening. So as you guys can see, I am back this week. I know I've been MIA for the last two or three weeks, and I would just like to apologize for that. Your girl has just been, again, I'm sure you've heard this at least three times before at this point, but I have just been having quite a stressful time. My nine-to-five job is just really demanding at the moment, so I have decided that because I can't do anything about that, because that's what pays my bills, unfortunately my hobbies such as the podcast and my YouTube whatever suffer, but I've been more on a YouTube grind at the moment and not to say that, you know, the podcast does not mean anything to me because quite frankly the podcast is actually the um, the one that really makes me feel like there's no pressure, it's just something that I do for myself and for fun and so if you're someone who does look out for an episode every week, my apologies for just not showing up but um, I am feeling so much better hence why we are back with another episode so yeah I'd like to think that um, no breaks for the near future anyway but yeah so let's start with our highlights of the week because we like to start with a high um I think my highlight is that without kind of going too into it because I try not to talk too much about my actual job and I think they get really funny about um confidentiality stuff anyway I feel like so I'm just gonna go super broad anyway I felt that I was doing a lot of work and I needed to see some progression and I sucked it up and I turned around to the powers that kind of be and just let them know that I wanted a meeting to discuss my progression in that company and all of that and it's not even about the fact that um I I managed to get like a an appraisal and it you know as far as I'm concerned it's looking good but it's more of the fact that I also appreciated the fact if I say the fact one more time but I appreciated the fact that I was able to go to you know, a higher, like a management um, team member and lay my cards out on the table, back myself up, know that I am worth a little bit more than what I'm currently on now and kind of just be able to flaunt my progress in terms of my um, my skill and what I've been contributing to the company, like, you know, what helping the firm out in quite a funny time at the moment. So I always find that I am the, I, when it comes to serious situations like that, I just cannot do that. And being able to do that was just so freeing because I wasn't justifying why I think I needed to progress further, but rather I took the stance of, I know and you know that I've been doing this you know xyz and quite frankly I need to know that I'm doing that for all the right reasons and there was something quite empowering about the confidence that me being able to just go up to that person and say that and have it kind of received with open arms like you know partners are um, wanting to discuss things further for this meeting blah 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 and it's not yeah it's not necessarily me being able to have that um kind of opportunity to discuss how to progress and how to improve myself 
in terms of how I fit in that company further, but rather the fact that I was able to back myself up and not feel cringe about it and not feel like, oh my God, why did I do that? Who do I think I am? I was able to go in and do that and just feel super empowered that now I don't even know why I ever felt that way before. And, you know, I think this is something I've just unlocked like a new character skill. So yeah, that's my highlight of the week. The fact that I was just able to get in there in quite a scary situation, know my worth, lay that out on the table and, um, lo and behold I think you know something good's gonna come out of it so yeah that's my highlight of the week so I thought we would just do like a little catch-up as well just because it has been a little while and I'm trying this this week because I think my big old tips segments like my little big old tips episodes won't be as long as say a regular episode but I like to just kind of change it up a little bit and you can just kind of I don't know, ride this one through, no, it's one that you can kind of binge through and fly through, but um, yeah, let's just have a little catch up, if you hate this, skip ahead and let me know nicely on my Instagram, which is at bigsistasha, um, follow me if you haven't yet, just because I feel like this is a little bit more personable, and we can just sit here and have a chat, um, so what do I want to talk to you guys about? Oh, so I have so far read eight books and oh oh my god I am so proud of myself because I set myself a goal of 15 and I was like wow girl you are really overachieving overachieving over overestimating what you are going to be doing and then now I'm like who did I think I was to belittle myself like that to not believe the fact that I could do that and I just completely forgot how much I loved reading and now I find that my screen time on my phone is less, my migraines have decreased and it's just, it just feels different and I found, I've kind of found my old love for like reading, it's, it's kind of rekindled it and now I'm a lot more aware and informed as to which genres I really gravitate to and also I'm not putting myself into like a like a crazy like for example I created a bookstagram not because I wanted you know anything in particular from that but my my bookstagram is at big sis reads but I created that because I just wanted to um kind of it's like my book journal I suppose because writing it down is just not going to work for me and I didn't really feel the need to go that deep into it for now anyway so yeah I created that and sometimes I see these people who are like die hard like they are hardcore readers and they read like like, I'm not even exaggerating like some people read like 20 books a month like if not some people have literally done like 30 and they have like actual jobs and stuff like that so fuck knows how they do it um I would if I could but yeah I probably do like three or four more on the three um a month but yeah I didn't want it to be something that I was trying to grow on in terms of followers it wasn't something I was trying to oh well if everyone's like trying to read 100 books this month I mean this year I'm going to do the same I set that 15 book target when I first started reading again and it's it actually is crazy that I am like over halfway already and it's not even the end of March I should have a couple more books finished in the next couple of weeks so yeah that's yeah I just think it's crazy and uh, I could literally sit here and talk to you about how 
happy I am that I've rekindled my love for books. And the only downside to that is I've picked up so many good like charity shop books that I just want to read all of them all at once. And a lot of them are getting like film or TV adaptations and I'm trying to get through those in time to watch that because then I'm going to watch it straight. I'm going to want to watch it straight away as soon as it kind of comes out. But um, I can't, I can't do that. You just can't, you can't breeze through a book. I mean, I say that I literally had to stop myself from finishing It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover in literally two days. Oh my God. If you haven't read that book, please do look up trigger warnings though. But if you haven't read that book, you are 100% missing out. I mean, a lot of people really big up the fact that they were like bawling by the end of the book. I had tears in my eyes for a few times, for a few times, a few times throughout the book. And I understand the sentiment behind it and how it is quite a heartbreaking um, story at times. But without, don't worry, I won't do any spoilers, but I wasn't like bawling my eyes out. But um it's it's still beautifully written it's a beautiful story it's fast-paced so if you are someone who is trying to get back into reading or is currently in a slump or you know you want something kind of that you can't put down it ends with us by colleen hoover is going to do that for you so yeah like honestly give it a go also like i think i mentioned earlier i have been back on my youtube um grind i don't know i just have been enjoying it more and I felt like because I've just been uploading like really simple videos such as a book haul or um, just like um, my top five splurges that were actually worth it I don't want to put that much pressure on myself anymore where, where I think like a couple of years ago I wanted to do just like vlogs and then I was having to I felt like I was having to compensate for the fact that okay I have to show them how exciting my life is and that's not necessarily the case it's I wanted it to be as authentic as possible and so now it's quite nice because I am literally just uploading what I want on um on my YouTube and people seem to be enjoying that and they gravitate towards it and I feel like if I'm just putting out content that I want to put out you're going to get an idea of what I as a person am about I mean I over the years I've watched so many videos of like how to grow a YouTube channel how to start a YouTube channel what you should do when you have a YouTube channel and a lot of them are like you have to niche down the the um, analytics like it when you niche down blah 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 that's fine that's probably right I'm sure that's right but I'm not trying to not like I love books I also work in law I have a puppy I am you know Filipino and I live in England I there's so many things about me that I want to kind of highlight and showcase on my YouTube channel that I the that the fear of branching out I suppose I'm doing air quotes and you can't see it but um the idea if the idea of branching out is going to stop you from getting as many subscribers blah blah blah, then that's fine um I'm just I'm here for a good time basically but um yeah apart from that like I said I was going through a bit of a tough time just super busy and super tired from work but the sun has been coming out so much more it's been a glorious last few days um yeah the the days are longer so I do find that that helps massively because I did feel like leaving when it was dark and coming home when it was dark and then 
almost feeling like I never saw the sunlight was just really taking a toll on it on like my mental health in general so yeah that's that's definitely something that um (laughs) has helped with keeping my kind of anxiety at bay so yeah that's that's my little catch-up for you so right I'm sure I'm sure you guys are just here for the tips because that's what's on the on the title of the of this week's episode but um yeah so just as a quick disclaimer you know I I I guess I just wanted to let you know that this episode is going to be talking about drinking alcohol so if you are under 18 and don't drink you know take that as you may um or if you're someone who doesn't drink or this isn't really something that you are um kind of interested in then feel free to skip out on this episode I will be back next week with another um episode and if not you can go back to a few of my other episodes if you haven't caught up yet but um yeah basically oh also another thing if you don't drink or you are the designated driver of the evening these tips could also help you deal with perhaps your very intoxicated friends so without further ado here are my five biggest tips for drinking alcohol um and these aren't like fun at all these are super sensible and very big sister like and I didn't have a big sister so no one could tell me this but um my little sister and my little brother definitely are aware of these these tips because I I I've let I've let them know okay so number one it is all about hydrating your body like water is your friend I find that I cannot go out drinking without having a glass of water kind of like in between each drink um because I don't know what gets to me first it's either the drunkenness the headache slash migraines or the hyperacidity and like the reflux so yeah my body just for some reason does not like it um unless you'll probably listen to it but um I just don't anyway so if you know that you are going to be partaking in basically binge drinking um have just a glass of water in between each drink because remember it takes quite a while for the alcohol to actually enter your system and so you could do like 10 shots not feel anything and then one and then like literally one minute later you black out so if you have water in between you're keeping your body hydrated so that also takes um it helps keep like the migraines and the headaches away and you're going to think yourself so much in the morning and another thing is it does make you eat a lot more and that's fine because you are just kind of keeping yourself sober in that sense so I always 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 drink water before I go out drinking I mean I drink water all the time anyway but um I drink water in between each drink without fail and before I go to bed I will have a big fat glass of water chug that obviously not until you're being sick but you know drink as much of that as possible and then after you've done that fill that glass back up and then put it on your bedside table so that throughout the night you are absolutely sorted and you will thank yourself for it I used to um I mean I don't go out drinking as much as I as I used to or as much as much as I'd like to but um if I've had quite a heavy night and I just already know that there's going to be hangover ready and waiting for me so I need to like kind of combat that um you know kind of go on the attack rather than a defense kind of thing so I would fill up my like huge you know like the big old hydro flasks 
and I'll have the lid that has the straw and I will fill that up with cold water and then throughout the evening I'm sipping on that like on that bad boy (laughs) like you know like little hamsters and rabbits when they have that little thing on their cage that's literally what it is for me and I notice that when I haven't done that I feel a little bit shitty in the morning and by a little bit I mean a lot shitty in the morning but when I do drink a lot of water throughout the night I wake up fresh as a daisy and I do find that I keep waking up going to the toilet to start with and then once I feel like the alcohol has flushed out of my system as much as possible in that time frame I can sleep so much easier because when I'm drunk I just cannot sleep anyway so yeah basically just drink a fuck ton of water it's literally your best friend before during after just hydrate okay so tip number two this one is a lot easier said than done and I think this one comes with age and experience because I am still I mean I know my limits but um it's still blurry but um yeah it's to know your limits I think when you're younger and you start drinking for the first time you get greedy with it why did I just shout there you get greedy with it and I definitely partook in many a binge drinking sessions as a teenager and the I mean the legal drinking age here in England is 18 but everyone drinks at like 15 anyway so who cares um but I definitely had to um know my limits because drinking around your friend's house when you're like 16 is a bit different because you kind of like because you've obviously told your parents that you are going to stay at your friend's house so you just kind of get drunk and then pass out this this doesn't even happen like I mean I guess when you go to a pub if you're going to your local and you get a little bit too hammered fine because you're at your local but this know your limit thing became a really big deal um when I started going out out like to clubs that weren't near my house basically because it's scary like I sometimes I see like younger girls now and not to be for younger girls and boys and I can see that they're absolutely fucked and they don't have any friends around with them and I just think like you don't even know what you're doing I I literally just want you to be safe um but I think knowing your limit yeah it's very important for when you start kind of going out to um bars and clubs like that it's really good to keep your wits about with you and I'm not saying that only women can be um kind of drugged and stuff like that I think obviously have a great time get tipsy do your thing but um I feel like if you if you didn't know your limit and just kept drinking and drinking and drinking it it shouldn't be something that you have to worry about but you know sometimes I can't help as a big sister and think that that just puts you at more risk again you shouldn't it shouldn't it shouldn't do but it does um and so I think when you know your limit you will find that okay there is a very fine line between me happy drunk and me crying or regressive or aggressively crying drunk and no one wants to see the latter let's try to find the perfect ground which is me having a great time loving life kind of drunk and then stick to that because I will find that I've been on nights out where I'm like okay I'm in that good like I'm feeling funky I'm having a great time but then I start being like oh I haven't got a drink in my hand let me go get another one and then I'm like I'll get a double oh let's go get shots knowing full well that I'm now about to be tipped over the edge and I'm about to black out in a second um now I just know that 
I can drink slowly. I can just not drink that. I literally went out this past weekend and it was a couple of our friends' 30th birthday, so three of them. And I'm not being funny, like, a few of us were drinking waters in between and we didn't, we started drinking at like six and then we didn't really, you know, we, we stopped at like, I'm not even joking, like half 10, 11. So yeah, it's, it's, it's poor, it's poor performance from a bunch of like, you know, no children, you know, young people, I suppose. And, um, yeah, like someone felt a little drunk, so they decided to skip out on, on the round of alcohol and they're going to go get a, a glass of Coke or something like that. Um, yeah, just kind of know your limit because it's just so much more fun that way, trust me. But I also understand that this isn't something that you can just know. You'll probably get there maybe in your mid-20s, um, maybe even later than that because I feel like I'm still kind of figuring it out. But um, just know that it's important to know your limit when it comes to drinking. Okay, number three, it is to stick with your friends. Now, again, I don't know if this is just a big sister in me, but um, if you guys don't know, I have a little sister, Alex, who is 20, turning 21, and my little brother is um, he's called Trey, and he is turning 16 in June. And I always think I have two very different um like worries here and I don't like to kind of you know implement all these kind of gender norms and my worries might be reflective of that but um just take it with a pinch of salt it's not because it's a boy or a girl or whatever it's just I just have these fears specifically for my brother and what and some for my sister and that's just how I feel so after that disclaimer for my little sister right so she is this teeny tiny thing and she goes out to London by herself to go see her friends at gigs and stuff which is absolutely fine because I want her to live her life have a great time but my god does it stress me out when I find out that she is on a bloody train by herself walking around London because we know what could happen to people and it's making me feel sick just even thinking about it but um it's my biggest fear with her is that something really terrible like that could happen and also you know just your drink getting spiked and and everything like that and like I said earlier it's not just girls who can get their drink spiked it's not just girls who can get you know thing bad things happen to them and stuff like that but um with her specifically I think also I think the magnitude of the fact that she does go out in London and it's quite a journey blah 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 it does it does worry me so I mean I always feel much more comfortable when she is with her friends so you know for example one time she was like yeah I'm just going to I think it was in Lewisham or something like that I'm going to my friend's concert and then after that I'm getting a train back and I literally was like please Alex please call me when you're on a train please do this please do that we do have a family like tracker thing and some people think it's weird but for us we're all comfortable and we don't hide anything from like each other about where we are anyway so I think for us it's it's a safety thing that's it um but it, it it gave me so much relief when she then turned around and said, the gig's running a bit later than we thought, so I'm just going to stay at my friend's house and I'll come back tomorrow morning. Whew, that just, you know, yeah, that just makes me feel so much more comfortable. And it, uh, yeah, I just, I think I just perhaps worry <laughs> a bit too much. But um, actually, no, I don't think I do. I think a lot of you guys would agree with how I how I felt 
in terms of that. And then when it comes to my little brother, he doesn't go out drinking yet or anything because he's literally like a child. He's 15. But um, my biggest worry about him is that him and his friends, he has a really nice bunch of guy friends and we've known them since they were absolutely tiny. So it's, it's strange kind of seeing them all grow up. But um, I know how nice they are. And I also know how some some boys that I've seen out in pubs and clubs and whatever, some some of these boys are fucking grade A wankers. Like, I cannot deal. So my biggest worry is that because my brother and his friends tend to be like, they come across as a group of guys who just, you know, just there for a good time. They're not trying to live for trouble. They're nice boys. And then I'm just worried that these fucking wankers are going to come in and start on my brother and I'm not going to be there to protect him. I, that is literally my fear for him. And, you know, like perhaps, you know, I'm not going to even bullshit it. Like gender obviously appears to be playing a massive role in this. But um, I also don't think my little brother will be going out to like clubs every weekend. I feel like he's going to be the kind of guy that just goes to like pubs with his friends and stuff like that, which I'm really hoping he will be because I will give him a lift there and back. That's not a problem at all. Um, but yeah, like I worry that um, things like that, you know, like sometimes you see stuff on the news and it just makes your head just go crazy. And so for me, I feel like if you go out with a bunch of your friends, please, 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 please do try and stick with each other. I know there's been situations, especially when I was younger or I was at uni or whatever, where you're like children, like that are allowed to live together and get drunk. And, you know, you think you're so grown up at like 18, 19, 20, but you're not. And I found that like, there were so many nights out where I would fully be left on my own and I would be absolutely drunk and I'd, I'd find myself all of a sudden panicking because I'm like shit like I don't want to be by myself it's dark I'm in the middle of Brighton like my hat my like I lived in a uni house that needed like like it was like a 20 minute bus journey at like three four in the morning and it's dark and I have to walk down the street and then walk down an alleyway by myself like it oh like I just remember being in that position and being like why did my friends leave me blah blah blah, blah. so you know if say it might be the other way around you might have a friend that's like oh no I'm just gonna go to do this I'm gonna go do that or I'm gonna go now I'm gonna go by myself let's try not to do that let's try to um unless you know your friend is you know kind of safely getting in a cab and it's a cab that's obviously registered or whatever or you know they're getting picked up or whatever please do try to stick with your friends even if they're like oh no my dad's coming to pick me up he's gonna be outside in 15 minutes go and wait with your friend just safety in numbers that's all I'm trying to say um and I think my protectiveness kind of came out there but um yeah stick with your friends and yeah <laughs> that's it really okay so tip number four comfort over everything and I actually saw this TikTok because so basically I chose this because I saw this TikTok is what I'm saying oh my god that sentence it don't make sense um where this I think she was American and she was like I think she's studying in London and she was talking about things that she was surprised to have found out when she moved here and she said about girls wearing trainers to clubs and you would not find me in heels well you probably wouldn't find me in a club either um I think the last time I wore heels to a club was like you know at least I'd say like five years ago or something or like if it's at a dinner, you know, something a little bit more bougie because I have to basically is what I'm saying here. 
like I know I talked kind of more about trainers versus heels there of yeah you, you if you're walking around town going to different bars and stuff like that if the dress code allows you know I will be in some sort of like trainers or or flats or whatever um but also with clothes I've always found that I when I was younger would go for clothes just because they look nice and sometimes the kind of nicer clothes like sexier clothes or whatever they would kind of just fit really uncomfortably and I would be super self-conscious the whole time tugging at my dress or whatever and I just found that I wasn't really enjoying myself that much because I was too busy worrying about my outfit but then I got into like knowing how to dress comfortable but still cute because I'm not telling you to dress like a slob and then go to a club that's not what I'm saying like you can wear comfortable shit but to a club and oh my god it's the best thing ever because you completely like obviously you're not gonna leave the house if you don't think you look cute you might just not look super like dressed up or whatever but I would choose a comfortable outfit over you know kind of something that looks good on camera but feels absolutely horrid to put on because if I'm drinking and I'm in a club and there's hella people and I'm sweaty and I'm gonna get hungry and it's gonna be cold best believe that I am going to pick the outfit that keeps me as comfortable as possible because I also know that later on in the evening I'm I'm not bothered about what I'm wearing anymore because I'd be drunk already. So let's skip that middle bit and just find yourself some comfortable, cute outfits and don't sacrifice too much of like, you know, kind of, oh, so I can look good, I'll do this. But obviously it's up to you. You wear what you want. But um, that's just one of my tips. If you're trying to get absolutely drunk, running around town, going to different bars and clubs, just just try and be as comfortable as possible. (laughs) Okay, so the last and certainly, certainly, most certainly, not the least, is eat. Now, I remember my friends and I had the phrase, the very famous phrase that we would say to each other on a Friday after school when we would kind of be getting ready to go out or whatever, and it is eating's cheating. And my God, that is terrible. The The idea that I used to purposely not have lunch and then not have dinner so that I can get drunk quicker and I was also binge drinking absolutely makes me feel sick. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't see me do that anymore. Like, I will have a big lunch and I will have dinner and I will make sure that my stomach is lined the F up if I know I'm going to go out drinking. Like I said, I went to this one, um, I went out last weekend in Brighton for our friend's 30th. And yeah, we literally, after cocktails and everything, we went to a comedy show and we all ate food and we were all super hungry. And young me would have been like, oh my God, A, you're not going to get any more drunk and b you're wasting money on food when you could be spending it on drink it was like a scarcity mindset 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 when it came to drink but um yeah eat like line that stomach you will still get drunk like trust me trust me you will still get drunk but this time you're not ruining the lining of your stomach because you're just kind of putting alcohol like straight into your system um and yeah like you can last longer in the night because you're not going to be super drunk you're not going to be that friend that needs to chunder at like 11 o'clock at night because you said eating's cheating 
speaking from experience so yeah definitely eat something and also after obviously be careful because you don't want to make yourself sick when you're kind of passing out but um yeah line line your stomach line your poor stomach up it's about to take a beating from from your weekend so yeah anyway so those are my top five drinking tips for you guys um I wanted to kind of keep it a little bit concise but uh I can see this already been half an hour but um yeah I hope you guys enjoyed that I have way way more drinking tips than that but these five are like my main ones that I still kind of apply and live vicariously by religiously by religiously um and yeah I'm gonna do another one of these and probably talk about like um hangover tips as well because when you're getting a little bit older trust me you will not be able to drink till six in the morning take an hour sleep and wake up and do the same thing all over again without absolutely dying I literally have like a few drinks and I feel like I'm going to die so I've I've curated my own hangover tips but that will be for next time but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode with my big old tips for drinking and if you did please do subscribe to subscribe or follow this podcast wherever you listen to it and if you haven't yet please do check out my social medias and my youtube it will all be in the show notes um and yeah I'll see you guys next time bye